Well, hello there, and welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani with Jerry Usher, who's in the studios of Irondale, Alabama at the EWTN radio conference. And I'm, I'm looking at Jerry right now. Those of you on YouTube and Facebook, we're waving to you. But Jerry's in the studio right now with the Take Two logo right behind him. Oh, I wish I was there, but I'm not feeling well. Hi, Jerry. How's it hey. going? Going well so far. Got here safely, thanks be to God, and happy to be on the program and looking forward to seeing so many of our Catholic Radio colleagues over the next couple days. You are missed already, and I'm sure I'll hear that from a lot of people, but I know you're with us in spirit, so... Well, I know, and it's, I hear you got beautiful weather, and you're right in the studios there. You sound great, so that's wonderful. Today, we're talking about all about relationships. This is, a, this is our monthly show, Jerry. Very popular, because we bring any relationship to the table, our relationship with God, our relationship with our colleagues, our, our family, our friends, our pets, okay? Any relationship is on the table to talk about, and you, know, you can brag about in a good way. You can brag about your relationship. You can praise God for things. You can ask questions. You can have concerns um, about relationships. We're here to talk about it. We do have a very, very active um, life coaching ministry at Stand Tall. You can find us at StandTallToday.com. But right now, talk about any relationship, okay? Here's the number, 833-288- Three nine eight six. Well, we start at the top. If you want to talk about your relationship with God, how that has grown, developed, matured in your life, maybe you're struggling a little bit in that area, um, not finding time to pray during the day, or you just feel a little bit distant from God, or maybe especially close to God, we can talk about that. Obviously, relationships in life include our spouses, our kids, our siblings, our grandkids, our parents, co-workers, as Debbie said, colleagues. So if there's any relationship you would like to discuss in any particular manner, call 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. We don't, uh, we don't need you to spill all the details, but perhaps there's something you want a little bit of uh, conversation about that might help you t- come away from the, the phone call a little bit better in a particular relationship. Again, 833 288 So today's the feast day of St. Luke, correct? Mm -hmm. It is, yeah. It's my son's confirmation name. Oh, nice. He took the name Luke. Yeah. And yours was, um, St. Gerard was um, the... the, Monday. uh, yeah, the mm-hmm. 16th. So did you celebrate a special, anything special for St. Gerard? Um, well, I went to a Redemptorist parish for Mass that morning. St. Wow. Gerard was a Redemptorist, of course. My uncle was a priest for 55 years, a Redemptorist. And so, yeah, I went to uh, the nearby Redemptorist parish and really just asked God for some special graces, not just for myself, but for you and, and the show team and the Take Two family. So got a chance to lift all of that up in prayer on Monday yeah, and every day, actually. Beautiful, beautiful. So we're talking about relationships today, and so um, our relationship with the show team is great. We have Matt Kabensky on the phones. We have Ace McKay at the controls doing a fine job, and uh, social media, I believe, is rich. Jesse, uh, we'll get confirmation on that. I just saw that on the document here, so I want to make sure we say hi to Rich. Um, talking about relationships, I'm wearing my St. Vincent de Paul hat, um, mm-hmm. my, my golf hat. Um, St. Vincent de Paul, please, especially what's going on with 
the world and everything that's happening, St. Vincent de Paul really needs to hear from you folks. Um, so if you like what they do, being out in the community, helping those um, that are that need that need the assistance right now, please just reach out and see what you can do by way of, you know, maybe even volunteering or helping St. Vincent de Paul. I love them so very, very much. They do a fine job. And Jerry, talking about relationships, we have a relationship and so does pretty much most of the world have a relationship with St. Saint, uh, Saint Anthony of Padua. So why don't you share what happened yesterday? Because I'm still marveling at the great St. Anthony. Yeah, well, I, I wear a ring that my uncle had, uh, the priest. He wore it for 55 years. So this ring uh, celebrated, was part of the celebration of thousands, maybe tens of thousands of masses. And I, I wear it all the time now. And I actually lost it. It came off my finger um, Actually, Monday it was a month, yeah Monday night, Monday evening, and I had no idea what happened to it. I, I was going to bed that night. I said, "Where's my ring?" And I, I so I, I looked all over the place on Tuesday uh, in the morning, um, throughout my car and everything, and then I shared it with Debbie before, or I think maybe during one of the breaks on the program, and we were both praying to Saint Anthony, and Debbie mm-hmm. said, "It's in your car." Saint Anthony says, "Check your car," and I said, "I already checked my car," but I went back out there, and there it was on the, the driver's seat, right where I had checked already. So. St. Anthony never fails, so go to him if you ever lost anything you're trying to find. That's amazing. I've been praising God so very, very much. Um, St. Anthony is incredible. Um, please, uh, that's why these relationships we have with the saints, they're our friends. And by the way, I just took a, a snapshot on uh, on our Facebook page. I mean, not Facebook page, our Skype uh, that we're connected for social media. I took a snapshot, folks, so maybe I can um, post it because Jerry does have the Take Two logo right behind him in studio there. It looks really nice. Nice, Jerry. Yeah, I got the shirt on too. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, do you have the Take Two take shirt two on? He does. Shirt. Jerry yeah. has our the polo <laughs> shirt on. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, now I'm really missing you guys in Irondale, Alabama. So I love this. Your, your voice sounds very clear on the studio mics there, so it's oh. wonderful. But we're talking about relationships today, so please weigh in and um, share something you want to talk about. Maybe there's something really heavy about a certain relationship that you have heavy on your heart that you want to just talk about. We're here to help. We're here to pray with you, to journey with you, to talk about it, because what you're about to share could help another soul. And that's the reason why we do Take Two. So call us, 833-288-3986. Well, I always like to say, if you're breathing, if your heart is beating, you are in relationships. And some of them might be fantastic. Others might not be quite as good. So again, as Debbie said, we can talk about them. If you want a little, uh, little moment of prayer, we can do that. We are not, uh, I mean, we, our expertise comes from the fact that we live in relationships just like you. So we love to have this conversation. Phone lines are open. Matt Gabensky screening calls already. 833 833- 288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. There goes another call. Still a couple lines open. You're going to get right through when you call 833-288-3986. It's Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you on EWTN Radio. We ask for your prayers the rest of this week, the next couple of days for the Catholic Radio Conference going on down here. 100 or so people, maybe even maybe even more than that from around the country, around the world maybe, involved in Catholic Radio. So stay with us for more of Take Two, 833-288-3986.
about relationships. That's what we're talking about today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. We do have room for you. There is a couple open phone lines at 833-288-3986. But when we go, we'll go to uh, Helen first. Helen, hang on. I just want to share with our listeners, Jerry, about St. Luke. St. Luke bronze statue and free, I love the word free, Jerry, free Mm -hmm. DVD. EWTN Religious Catalog. By the way, folks, please visit EWTNRC.com and get your shopping done for Christmas. I did all of it. I love EWTNRC.com. It's at the Religious Catalog. Has a beautifully detailed statue of St. Luke made of cold cast bronze with lightly hand-painted accents. Known to be very skilled in painting, he holds a brush in one hand and a picture of the Virgin Mary holding our Lord in her arms. At his feet rests a a winged ox, which was the symbolic representation assigned to him by the early church fathers. St. Luke is inscribed on the base of the eight by eight and a half inch statue. Available now at EWTNRC.com. Here's the cool part. Free standard shipping. Online orders of $75 or more. Standard shipping applies only to the continental U.S. only. So use code free at checkout. Um, Jerry, and I just wanted to to share... um, I love going there because you, I, I'm so big on giving, you know, you know how I am, mm-hmm. giving spiritual items for, for holidays and for events and birthdays and, and for Christmas. I just think it's so important to really move people along that spiritual journey. And by the way, you can, you can hear in my voice that I'm a little bit, um, you know, uh, uh, peppier, if you will. And that's because finally, with the thank you, take two family for the prayers, that uh, like 11, 12 day headache I had that was nonstop um, is gone. The fever is still there, but the headache is gone. So I feel so much better and I'm praising God. Yeah, beautiful. Happy for you. The prayers will continue and hopefully your calls will continue. We've got several to get to, but a line, couple lines open, as Debbie mentioned, all about relationships today. Any relationship you would like to discuss, 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. As promised, we're going to go to Helen, who is with us in North Central Pennsylvania, listening on Sirius XM one thirty. Hello, Helen. Thanks for calling. Good afternoon. Welcome. How you doing? Okay, so I got a, an interesting one for you. I think. Okay. Um, what if you have a better relationship with everyone except yourself? Hmm. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what I sense as my, a particular issue for me, that I'm far better at doing all of the good things we're supposed to do for other people in terms of relationship, uh, than I am for myself, which makes the love thy neighbor as thyself a real interesting conundrum, mm-hmm. because I think I love my neighbor far better than I love myself. Well, we would ask the question, why, why is that so, Helen? Why do you do that? <laughs> well, uh, that's a real good question. Um, that's why I we're asking it. <laughs> <laughs> Part, partly, I think, it's some problematic issues with my upbringing. Um, mm-hmm. Partly, some problematic issues with my personality. Um, and a good chunk of what I have absorbed from the culture. Uh, I would say that in, when I'm in a snarky mood, my epitaph should read, never enough. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
So let me ask you, and, and Jerry and I will, will ask you this because we're life coaches. Um, how is this working mm-hmm. for you? Do you like the fact that everyone else is treated so beautifully by you, but yet you kind of put yourself last? Don't really think about it. Okay. Uh, I, at least I don't think I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, um, I don't think I do it from a place of the, the martyred mother type thing. Uh, that sure. see how much I give, and but nobody loves me. I, I don't think it comes from there. Okay, okay. Jerry? Well, I was going to say, Helen, you mentioned you don't think about it that much. Obviously, it's on your mind today, and that's why you called, and we're glad that you did. Um, and it's probably subconsciously on your mind more than you might realize. And um, you mentioned the scripture, uh, scriptures, there's several of them in, in the Bible, a couple places in the Gospels, and I think in the Old Testament, you know, where it talks about, you know, loving your neighbor as yourself. And, you know, I can speak as someone who has had to go through, I think, quite a bit of, you know, healing and growth and maturity in this area myself, Helen, just because, like you said, it's, it's sort of this, we're, we're the result of this stew of things, you know, our, our upbringing and the culture. And you mentioned, you know, I'm, with me, it was family of origin and all of these things. And they can really have an influence on how we view ourselves. And so, yeah, sometimes it is, it, it's, it is easier to love other people, to treat them well, to honor and respect them and not do that for ourselves but god wants that for you helen i know you that's that's stating the obvious but we're definitely going to take this in prayer with you and for you and i would say you know just really make a concerted effort really press in in prayer and say god you know please reveal to me if there's anything any areas that i need healing in in my life maybe there's things you need to you know confess to god you know i don't know this is, these all of these factors play into this but you know god wants so much more for you and and you know the, the this is self-love you know the self proper healthy self-love you know we don't want to get into the the unhealthy self-love but debbie i don't know what do you what are your thoughts i for think helen? that is perfect what you shared with helen the one thing i would add to it um helen is that sometimes we're our own worst enemies mm-hmm. if it, i oftentimes in life coaching we always say to our clients you know we want to pick ourselves up and move ourselves out of the way because god wants us uh to have life and to have it to the full. What does that mean? It means abundance to experience everything. And that includes all the good things that you're treating other people to Helen, that you should be experiencing yourself. So it, it goes around. It's, it, it really is meant to be for you as well. And I know that, you know, your family of origin or the way you were brought up or circumstances in your life can sometimes really, you know, uh, damage the way uh, you feel about yourself or even self-esteem or something of that nature. I would just, on, honest to goodness, just really practice your way, at, at like what Jerry said, of healthy self-love, healthy self-love, because it really will benefit you long-term, mind, body, and spirit, because people live longer when they feel better about themselves. It's not an egotistical thing, like it, not like that, but a healthy sense. What do you say, Helen? Uh, I will mention that your, your lovely screener mentioned a litany, I think it was a litany of self-love, Mm-hmm. Uh, which, which I had never even heard of. Um, so I will look into that. Good. And um, I, I <laughs> believe it or not, I actually teach communication. And the whole area of intrapersonal communication, how mm-hmm. we communicate with each other, with right. ourselves, how we communicate with each, ourselves, um, it's underexplored, I think, from a Catholic viewpoint, 
we hear mm-hmm. so many conflicting things about self-love. It's become kind of a this, you know. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Right. So sorting out all of the how to do it in a healthy way, in a, a rational way, mm-hmm. um, is complicated. Yeah. Can I make a suggestion by a priest that that taught this um, many years ago in religious education? It was brilliant. When was the last time you meditated upon the cross with Jesus crucified on the cross? He used to say, if you meditate on uh, the the, the uh, cross with Jesus crucified on, so, so the crucifix, if you meditate on the crucifix, even a small one or the big one in church, um, for five or ten minutes, you will realize how much you are valued by God, and it will actually boost you from the inside out. What What do you say to that, Helen? He, he it was brilliant. He taught that to junior high kids, and I'm telling you, everybody, we all were like, "Wow, Father, that's amazing." It's really quite simple, but very profound. It's interesting because I was just having a conversation with someone this morning on that very thing. Mm. Um, the idea that. And intellectually, I know this is wrong, but the idea of when someone is having intense emotional, and someone says, oh, yes, but see how they suffer in the Ukraine, or see how they suffer in Jerusalem, uh, the invalidation of what you're feeling. And I can see that being tied to, we'll see how Jesus suffered, and going... Wow, I'm. I couldn't be more of a loser than I am. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's how that conversation can go if mm. you struggle with these things. Sure, sure. So, tr- so trying to meditate on the crucified Christ and having the correct conversation with yourself about right. what what you're supposed to be taking from it um, can be problematic. Mm-hmm. Well, Helen, I, Debbie and I, there's a word we like to use that's reframe. We need to reframe things, including how we see ourselves. And I would, I, I would encourage you definitely meditate on the crucifix, but also, uh, as I was thinking about this, sit down and, and ponder and meditate and reflect on how other people see you and treat mm-hmm. you. I'm going to guess that you are so loved yeah. by hopefully all of the people that you know, yeah. how people treat you. You're, you're blessed beyond words by that. And I would just say, you know, okay, why, what, why are people seeing me and treating me that way? And I'm not, you know, and maybe that will just help to turn your mind around a little bit. But um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I agree with you. I'm sure, Helen, you're wonderful to people. Now, be, now practice being wonderful mm-hmm. to yourself because practice makes permanent. In life coaching, it's practice makes permanent. I know we've always heard practice makes perfect, but it's practice makes permanent. Okay? Well, it's a problematic relationship with myself, and I will work on it. Yeah. Okay, and we'll pray. Yeah. We'll, we'll pray. Keep us posted. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. I'm sure you've helped a lot of people. Yeah. You're not alone feeling like this, Helen. Absolutely. Rebecca, you got disconnected. Rebecca, if you're listening, please call back. That is a shout-out from Matt Gabinski, our call screener. When Matt Gabinski says to do a shout-out to one of the calls, we do it. So, Rebecca, please call back. Uh, Penny is up next in... Uh, Montana on mm-hmm. KSMR. Hi, Penny. It is Montana, right? Hi. Yes. Yes. Okay. Welcome, Penny. Hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, okay. I'm Catholic. Uh, always have been. Um, and I had uh, a 
me and my brothers had an extremely abusive childhood from my father. He beat us every chance he could get. Um, and so when I had my first daughter, uh, I never spanked her, ever. And I tried to give her the best childhood possible. Um nothing like my own. And uh, then one day, um, when she turned 17, um, she got married, and I was all for it after she graduated from high school. Um, And then she slowly pulled away from me. Um, Then she got divorced, and... She still talked to me a little bit, and we used to be very, very close. And then she moved out to Seattle, and all of a sudden would have absolutely nothing to do with me and turned Buddhist. And um, she would only talk to me through Messenger. Um, She wouldn't even talk to me on Facebook, and she would never give me her phone number. Um, And... I talked to her on Messenger a few weeks ago, and I've been trying to reconcile with her for years um, because she would never talk to me. And I was like, why? What what happened? And she would never tell me. And finally, she said to me that I gave her the most abhorrent childhood that could possibly exist and then she cut me off completely off of facebook off of messenger everything and i have no idea what i did to her and i it's killing me inside Mm -hmm. Uh, i've been praying to God, you know, to soften her heart mm-hmm. towards me. Um, I don't know what to do. Yeah, Penny, um, in uh, less than two minutes, we're going to have a break, so we'll, we can get started on the conversation here, but hang on with us, please. And Monique in North Dakota, Colleen in Victor, uh, New York, please, we'll get to both of you as well. All about relationships today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I had a question for you, Penny, which I'll save until if you can stay with us for after the break. But I just wanted to address this, what you just said about keeping your daughter in prayer and the fact that she has cut you off from all communication that doesn't cut the two of you off through the grace of God. And what I mean by that is your your relationship with her right now is going to have to be through a third party, in, a, in essence, God, or, or all three of the, the members of the Trinity. So prayer may be what you're, you're left with right now, but that is, that is really where we should all start anyway. That's, we, uh, you know, it's, we can't say all you have is prayer because everything you have is prayer. So that's the first thing that I wanted to say. Debbie, I don't know if you want to get in a, co- a thought before the break, but we will have that break and, and we can get to we continue with Penny in just a moment. Um, 
I think our discussion that we're going to have on the other side of the break, Penny, I think might bring you some comfort and peace for today. So if you can hang on, that would be fantastic. And just know, Penny, you're not alone. This happens um, a lot these days, unfortunately, and we're seeing it more and more on the clients that we serve through our life coaching ministry. So you're not alone. So it's not necessarily something you did or the circumstances. It could just be the world right now. Mm -hmm. So hang on, Penny. And Jerry, what do you say to that? Well, I say, yeah, please do stay with us, Penny, and the others that I mentioned. We have a couple lines open. If there is any relationship at all you would like to discuss, good, bad, ugly, in between, 833-288-3986. All about relationships today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. We're talking to um, uh, Penny in Montana, and she's just a beautiful soul, a great mom, and she's talking about her daughter. Um, and it's happening. Um, it's 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 happening actually all across the world um, of what's happening with adult children and their parents and grandparents. So Penny, hang on for just another moment. Um, I just wanted to share. Jerry's got something to share first, and then I'll comment. But before we do that, we got to do a great big shout out, Jerry, to our friends at Catholic Spirit Radio in Central and Northern Illinois. Uh, They need to hear from you next week. Uh, They're airing their 2023 Full Sheen Ahead uh, Fall Appeal next Wednesday and Thursday. So if you're listening in Bloomington, Normal, Pontiac, Lincoln, Joliet, or Rockford, please support your EWTN Catholic radio station. I get to host their uh, Fall Appeal. I am so excited. I love the theme, Full Sheen Ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. Okay, we're talking with Penny in Montana. Penny, we can hear the pain in your heart, in your soul, in your emotion. Um, you know, you, you did a good job of laying out, I think, yeah. you know, how you've given your, your daughter mm-hmm. a beautiful upbringing, and you just don't really understand why she's, uh, you know, cutting you out of her life. Uh, do, you, do you have any sense of, would this, any of this may have been from her father? I mean, was there, did she have a relationship with him? And um, do you think that, uh, you know, that might play a part in all of this? Oh, yeah. her. Well, yeah, her father and I divorced when she was young. He was a drug abuser and an alcoholic, um, and he was very, very physically abusive to me. Mm-hmm. Um, not to her, but to me. Um, he Well, he was verbally abusive to her, even as a, a small child. Um, and... Uh, and she wanted to go live with him for a little while when she was oh, a teenager. Mm-hmm. And um, I found out um, that he had her living out of boxes out of his truck hmm. uh, while he was sort of living with this woman. And she would kick him out. And so Megan would pick up her boxes and put him in his truck and they would live in his truck for a while and then they would get back together and Megan would put her boxes back in her room sort of and then but she could never unpack her boxes because they never knew when he was going to get kicked out again and so I went to drive her home after she spent the weekend with me and I saw this and it's like, oh, no, 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 this, no, this is wrong. You can't live like this. 
And so I packed up her boxes, and I brought her home to me. And I said, that is no way to live. And I, her dad showed up as I was doing this. And I said, you know, no, you can't, you can't raise a child like this. This is wrong. And he didn't stop me from taking her. And they brought her back home where to her room and back to a stable life. And um, so she has completely cut her father out of her life. Um, I, I don't know all the reasons why. Uh, I, I think I know just from word of mouth uh, that he said some things to her as an adult um, that were very cruel and whatnot. And so she completely cut him out. Right. And now, um, she, and now she's doing that to you. Real quickly, Penny, just because for, for sake of time, um, is she your, she's your only daughter, and now you said she's into Buddhism? Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. No, but she, I have two, two younger children, but they were born 15 years after her. Okay. Okay. But is she your only daughter? No, I have a, a, my second child okay. um, is a, my, a, a girl. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So, and she's in, but you had her baptized Catholic, but now she's, she, she's a, she says she's a Buddhist. Yes. All my children were baptized Catholic. Okay. So a couple things, Penny, be at peace. Couple reasons. Number one, the kids are baptized. Okay. They're marked for Christ. So be at peace because of that. That's, that is, that is a reality. So, so take comfort in that, that God's got them. Okay. And trust your, your daughter, your oldest daughter to the blessed mother, go to the blessed mother and ask her to please heal and watch out for her because she is hurting. She's hurting from probably the situation that happened with you, watching you be abused, um, at watching the situation with her dad and, the, and what, what happened as she was growing up. The reason why I say that is people tend to go to these types of um, um, beliefs like Buddhism because they're trying to calm all the noise. They're trying to calm everything. Do you remember the story about Tina Turner? Okay, Tina Turner, um, um, God rest her soul, she was, um, she was raised in, in, a, in a Christian faith and she went to Buddhism to, to get away from how Ike Turner was abusing her and she had all this, all this chaos around her. And somebody introduced her to Buddhism and she, she, she found a sense of calm. Okay, so it's obvious that your daughter is craving that. And maybe in the process of that, she wants to get away from everything that is causing her any more chaos. So what I would do is calm the situation down in any way, shape or form, and just let her know that you're just constantly remind her how much you love her, you respect her, you want her to be happy, you want her to be at peace, and you're willing to do whatever she she needs in order to for her to have that sense of peace without any any um, any pressure on her. I'm not saying you're doing that, but I would not take it so personally. This is something I believe she's going through herself internally. Because that's typically why people go to Buddhism, believe it or not. Jerry, do you have any comments on that? No, I, I agree with you. What do you what do you think, Penny, about what either of us shared? I, I agree completely, mm-hmm. actually. I okay. I do. That makes perfect sense. 
because she did witness a lot of abuse. Um, yeah, and and yeah, she witnessed a lot of things that children and teenagers should not see. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, go ahead, Jerry. Well, and just getting back to the initial thing I said, Penny, you know, you are the mother, God is the healer. God will do the healing if you really turn to him, beseech him to do that. I love what Debbie said about, you know, just entrusting her to our blessed mother. And as Debbie said, they're marked for Christ, you know, so you're still, even if you may, you may not be in like communication verbally or over social media or messenger, but you're still connected to her through her baptism and, and through the faith and through God. And, and he is the vine, we are the branches. So we'll be praying for this uh, intention, Penny, and feel free to, you know, email us anytime, take two at EWTN.com or call the show back, uh, you know, anytime. And if you want to, you know, discuss this further or maybe uh, hopefully give us a, a good report at some point down the road with what God is doing in your life and with your daughter. Okay. Thank you, Penny, for joining us. We appreciate it. And we've it. got everybody in the book. I'm, yeah. I, I pulled out the prayer book. Okay. One last shout out to Rebecca. Rebecca, if you can call back, please do. We're holding a line for you, hopefully. Go ahead, Jer. Uh, well, Monique is in Dickinson, North Dakota, and she has tuned in on Real Presence Radio today. Hi, Monique. Welcome. Thanks for holding. Hello. Thank you for accepting my call. Sure. Well, like I've said, um, I have a best friend. <laughs> I know it's, it's the best friend, but for me, it means a lot seeing that she was like a sister to me because I don't, I'm not close with my siblings. We uh, stopped talking due to some things that were said on her part and very bad. Like, just, I don't want to go into the words that were said because they're still eating me alive now that we're talking again. Um, I feel like I'm apologizing to her on something I didn't even do. She hasn't said, you know, like, sorry or, or anything herself. But I'm wondering why I'm so, like, wanting an apology from her. You know, I'm fighting a lot of different health issues right now. I'm alone out here in North Dakota. I have no husband, no kids, hardly any friends. But I'm sticking to my word. I'm getting closer to my God. And I tell, and she just, you know, it's just, it's a lot. I don't want to hold up your time, and I have to leave for my appointment. <laughs> but as I was listening this morning, and I was hesitant to call, because I've never did anything like this, but how the lovely lady said that you, this is your field, you, you know how to get me a, and just to put, just to show you how much love I have for Gina, like she was the only one who's ever made my birthday special. My birthday was never special growing up as a child due to the parents I had and, and, and hers as well. So we always were the ones who made each other's birthdays really special. And now that I'm talking to her again, obviously had a birthday, Labor Day, here alone, no card, no nothing, which I'm used to. I get a package in my front door, and it's an amazing gift from Gina. And there again, you know, she had her first granddaughter, and here I am, no job, barely making it. I'm getting little items here and there, 
to give her gifts for her baby, her first granddaughter. But I just can't, I just don't get how, like, somebody could say so many harsh words and mean things and, and not be accountable for it. Well, okay, so, Monique, we're, we're going to, um, we're, we're, we don't have enough time to address all of this, but what you're saying, I we've heard many times before, okay, in relationships. So, again, you're not alone in experiencing this, but the couple things you can do to make the situation a little bit better. First of all, you're going through tough times yourself. Please lean on your guardian angel. Ask your guardian angel to help you through these times. You don't want to feel alone during these times, and you want to have situations um, and people come into view that can really move you forward and to um, have you live your best life, okay? So be be thinking like that, okay? Because when you get when you get to too, um, you know, um, consumed with relationships around you, sometimes you're, you, you can forget about what you need to do, okay, to move forward. Now, with your friend, um, maybe she's going through some really tough things herself. You know, maybe there's things that are happening in her life. We don't, you know, we don't know all the details of what everybody goes through. But what I would do, Monique, is I would definitely share with her, maybe in the form of a card, Okay, and just pour it out there how beautiful your friendship is, how much you value it, and what you what you want what you want to see for your friendship going forward, and what and what you're willing to do to contribute to that, and try to try to work together as 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 a as together as an effort of friendship. Okay, together, rather than you know somebody did something, you know they need to apologize, they need to be accountable. Let's face it, the world is a mess right now. And, and, and people are just doing things that I've never seen before. I've se- I, I coach husbands and wives, Monique, and if you could see what I see during these coaching sessions, it's like, wow, what has happened? People have, have lost the ability to be kind to one another, to be courteous, to, to say please, to say thank you. I mean, it's unbelievable. So you're not alone. But what I would do is I wouldn't hold it all inside. I would put it all out there and tell your friend how much you love her and just shower her with goodness. Even if it doesn't go anywhere, at least you got to say what you what you value about the friendship. Mo- hopefully, God willing, she'll come back around and realize how much she values the relationship. What do you think about that? That is beautiful. I receive this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Um, you know, like I'm still growing in my relationship with my father. I'm still learning. You know, and even that is like very challenging in itself because when I mentioned like a few, you know, like, no, I don't listen to secular music. I don't do the secular, you know, I don't do any of that anymore. I don't get, uh, you know, because I don't know if she wanted me to stay the way she saw me before I came out here five years ago. <laughs> and I don't know. It's a lot, hun. But like I said, we got to go. Um, and all I've told her is, I'm sorry if I've ever been a stumbling block. Please forgive me. I'm still growing. I'm still trying to be the best daughter of Christ. That's beautiful, Monique. And I think you mentioned she had her first granddaughter. That could be taking a lot of her attention, you know, occupying a lot of her time as well. So 
We will definitely pray for this intention for you, and we thank you so much for calling Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Um, Colleen, hold on. Just permit me just for a quick moment to mention Podcast Central here at EWTN. And included among the podcasts is one with renowned Catholic literary scholar Joseph Pierce, and he introduces you to the men and women behind history's greatest works of literature. You can hear The Authority with Joseph Pierce, as well as faith-filled podcasts from our friends and affiliates across the nation, all in one place. That's all free at EWTN Podcast Central. Just visit EWTN.com slash podcasts, and you can find out more about that. Um, let me make sure I got that. Yeah, my screen went away from me. Yeah, EWTN.com slash radio slash podcasts. Okay, there we go. <laughs> okay, we're good to go. So let's go to Colleen in Victor, New York, on our friends at the Station of the Cross. Hi, Colleen. Thanks for waiting and welcome. Hi. Um, so I'd, if I start rambling, just let me know. So my mom used to have this saying, and she said, Oftentimes, God leaves you with the parent that you get along with the least. And that ended up being so true. So my mom, who's the mainstay in my life and my two sisters' lives and my kids, passed away in June. And um, that left us with my dad, who's now 92 years old. Mm -hmm. So um, historically, throughout my life, I have very very, very few memories of anything happy with my father. And I feel like that is overall all of our experience. Um, my dad has mental health issues, which he's never had addressed. He he always blames something on somebody else. Like, it's always, you're crazy, or it's always us who doesn't think rationally. He has a gambling addiction. He is extremely self-centered, very self-absorbed. He has this very warped sense of religion. He, I don't think he's aware about um, Vatican II. He sees God as, like, angry, mean, punishing, terrified of death. Um, so my question is, he, he's just done a lot of things that are very hard for me to forgive and makes it even harder that he doesn't even realize my level of anger with him. Sure. So... Um, I don't know how to handle him. I, I, half of me feels like I should stay away, and the other half of me feels like I'm obligated to be there for him. Um, when I am there for him, like last Sunday I took him to Mass, as soon as he saw me, he started yelling at me because I was mm -hmm. late. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't seem to realize that we're all working full-time, we all have our own life, Right. He, it just doesn't matter to him. It, sure. it doesn't seem to matter. So I, okay. I don't know. So okay. I'm, so I want so to real, be able to let it. Right. So real quickly, do you have another sibling that can uh, share some of those duties of taking care of your dad, or does it all fall on you? There's three of us, and none, none of us really want to engage with him. Okay. So here's a couple suggestions. Okay, just based on the information you gave us. Number one, limit your time with your dad, but still as an act of charity, an act of mercy, because in honoring your father, um, what the commandments tell us to do, I mean, it doesn't, it, it's not about how they treat us. We, 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 God honors what we do um, based on the commandments. So God respects that. God wants that. So authority is very big to God. Okay, so 
I would limit your time and try to do it as as um, an act of of charity and mercy and offer it up, Colleen. Here's what Adam Bly, religious demonologist, has taught me and everybody who listens to the spirit world. And it is a spiritual game changer, and I'm going to give it to you in two seconds. Here it goes. We are only capable of forgiving at a certain level because of the hurts that we have received. Okay? And so... um, your dad, obviously you said he's compromised. You know, he has a brain health issue, so he's compromised. He still is dishing out the hurt. We can only forgive at a certain level because of the hurts that keep coming at us. So what we are, are expected to do by God is to do our best to try and forgive. Ask God to step in and do the rest. Ask God, ask Jesus to step in and do the rest. Why do I say that, Colleen? Because Adam Bly says that we cannot, and I believe it and it's true, and I verified it, we cannot take this unforgiveness with us to the next to the next life because we're going to have to go to purgatory. You cannot be in the beatific vision if you have any unforgiveness on your heart. So just do what you can to try and forgive him. I would limit the time. I would just um, honor your father and mother in that way so God sees it. I would, I would ask God to step in and do the rest to try and forgive and let it go because it's only going to benefit you in eternal life. What do you say, Colleen? <laughs> I'm thinking, ugh. <laughs> I know. It is. It is. It is. It is an ugh, and I agree with you, but I, I've tried it, and it worked. It absolutely worked. I have forgiven somebody that I have held angered um, towards for many, many years, and it works. I asked Jesus to step in, and I am completely free of it, Colleen. I know it's possible you can do it. I can do it. I, well, thank you. I know I'm very nice to his face, but I hear myself talking about him behind his back to my sisters, mm-hmm. and I would like to be able to let it go because it just causes so much inner turmoil. And so what you do is say, say, Jesus, I'm going to try to let it go, but I know I'm not capable of it because I'm hearing it. So you take over, you do the rest. We only have to do a little bit. God will do the rest, Colleen. And it's, it's amazing. It's, I'm telling you, it's been a spiritual game changer for me, but I'm so glad you called in because I hope it can help others. Cause I want us to have the best eternal life possible. And I I'd like us all to bypass purgatory if we could. (laughs) That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Okay, sister, keep us keep us uh, posted. We'll be okay? praying. Yeah, uh, we got time to get to Linda, who was in the same uh, region of the country there, Williamsville, New York, listening on the station of the cross. Hi, Linda. Hi. Thanks for calling. What can we help you with? Well, like a previous caller, who said that her daughter has sort of put her in the deep freeze. Well, my daughter hasn't put me in the deep freeze, but she controls all of our conversations. Unlike the other caller, my daughter had a very devoted dad, and he died suddenly. Mm. And, of course, now I'm trying to deal with her. And the reason I'm saying dealing with her is because she lives in Colorado, where they are a very, as you know, if you know anything about Colorado, they're very Mm free-spirited, they're highly into relativism, and she also has abandoned her Catholic faith for Buddhism. Mm, But I can't help but think that part of it is because of what's going on in her personal life. She's married, 
has a very good marriage for 19 years. Only has one daughter. We have two minutes. The left. Go ahead. Go ahead. We have, we got about two minutes, so I wanted to make sure you get, you know, have a chance. The daughter. To, yeah. Go the ahead. daughter's a thespian. Okay, she's in the theater. Yes. And now she thinks she's a boy. Hmm. And this is really uh, of a concern to me. It should be. Because she was always a girl. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. And my daughter and son-in-law seem to be supporting this because they're afraid that she'll kill herself. Uh, yeah. Um, real quick, Linda, you know, you're, you've really got to go deep with God right here and, and pray about this. You're right. I mean, there are some amazing, amazing people in Colorado, but there are certain parts of the country people kind of gravitate toward because it is, like you said, a little bit more free-spirited and so forth. But setting that all aside, um, it is it should be troubling to you. And, you know, the fact that her parents support this, that is, is also really uh, very, very sad and unfortunate. I think the one thing that you have recourse to right now, we mentioned it several times during the program, is just pray, pray, and pray, and then trust. You know, I, I think of Padre Pio right now, and if, if you have a devotion to him, please turn to St. Padre Pio, and even if you don't, ask him for his prayers. And, of course, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, uh, every day about 3 o'clock, if you get a chance to pray the Chaplet of Divine my mercy, and just offer it for those intentions. That is a, such a powerful prayer, the rosary and mass intentions. But right now, um, you know, it seems like they're going in the direction they're going, and you are going to be kind of that, that bulwark, maybe that firm foundation that God is going to use through your prayers and sacrifices, Linda, to bring, uh, you know, some sense into their, their lives in this situation. Because you mentioned she, she, was all, she was always a girl. She always will be a girl. And, you know, how she sees it and how her parents support that doesn't change any of that. So, Linda, we're just simply at the end of the program right now. You hear the music. Um, feel free to call us again on a future program if you want to discuss this further. But... Deb, that's a, a wrap for today. It is. Well, have fun at the radio conference. Please tell yeah. everyone I miss them, and I'm so excited that it, all the affiliates from around the country are getting together. I understand Guadalupe Radio Network, the whole entire staff is present at the radio conference, so that's exciting, Jerry. Can't wait to see them, and we can't wait to be with you again tomorrow here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Our show team is Ace, Jeff, and Rich Jesse today, so we want to thank all of them. And I'm trying to bring up what we're doing tomorrow on the show. How do you handle toxic people in places, oh, Jerry? There you go. Wow. That could be an extension of today's show. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, until tomorrow, have a beautiful and blessed day. We end uh, each program asking uh, all the saints to pray for us, especially St. Joseph. God bless. <laughs>